Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the best damn sportcast in the world. This is Sports Talk with the Tripod. I like the applause. Thank you. The podcast will feature three hosts, and we'll be discussing all sports. Today's topic is the NBA, but we'll also might cover current events and stories in our lives. To start, I'll introduce myself. My name is Skyler. I hail from the great state of Indiana. I did move to a lesser state, Kentucky. I know a lot about sports, but not quite an expert on anything. I just know enough to be dangerous, whatever that means in the sports talk world. My ideas are rarely based on facts. They're more hunches, so enjoy the entertainment. The second member of our podcast is one who will keep us in check. He's the one that has the facts. He actually does the research to back up his claims. Jay, welcome to your first podcast. Thank you, sir. I've played ball, coached ball, and an avid NBA fan. Over the past two years, I have a 1,322 wins, 674 losses, picking NBA games, which is 66.23%. This year, I will add the, um, the point spreads, win you some money, uh, follow at J-U-S-T-I-S-1-5 for all the NBA needs. And we'll be on Overtime Heroics Twitter handle uh, for our podcast and, and future messages. And, Jay, how much, what is your career earnings in gambling? Uh, it's um, probably minus $2,000, <laughs> but, hey, that's overall sports. So, you know, we got to keep them in business as well. Jay, you're just saving on taxes. That's all really going on. <laughs> Um, the third member of our podcast is the most ridiculous one. That's a fact. I had to say that. That's a fact. He lives in a world of fandom and fantasy. Think Skip Bayless on crack. Welcome, D. Introduce yourself, buddy. Thanks, Skyler. Uh, I'm Logan. Uh, I also hail from the great state of Indiana. Born and raised, lived here my whole life. Evan Hoosier fan. Uh, I know a little bit about nothing and a lot about everything. Uh, baseball is my specialty. I know a little bit about basketball, which is what we'll be covering today. Uh, as Skyler said, I am a bit ridiculous at times. I'm the one that will live on the edge and make everybody laugh with my ridiculous ideas. Outside of that, I look forward to having a great time on this podcast. Well, I'm glad we got those intros out of the way. Um, you know a little bit about us. As we go along, the quality of this podcast, whether that's the technical side or the actual um, content of our podcast will get better, but let's go ahead and start. Today we're going to be talking about July 1st NBA free agent movements. Obviously, this is one of the most exciting part of the NBA. I did read that 40% of the league is on the market, so if it kind of feels like a game of Yahtzee. Uh, teams are going to roll that dice and try to, you know, try to get those numbers in a row. Jay, you familiar with Yahtzee? I'm familiar. All right, Grandma played every day. Played every day. That's that's a good. That's probably a problem but um, Pacers, Power of internet. the second portion we'll talk about Pacers free agency we did discuss we're from Indiana so obviously that's a main concern for us so if you're listening over the world like most of you are you might not be too interested but you know our Indiana home fans they'll, they'll get a kick out of it to start we're going to go with Kevin Durant I think that's the biggest piece on the market even with the Achilles injury Jay, would you like to discuss Kevin Durant? Gladly. Uh, before the season even started, I had 
Mr. Durant going to the Knicks. Uh, I, I have to stay with that. I know he's going to meet with the Clips, the Knicks, the Nets, and the Warriors. Uh, but I just he's so mentally soft with you know the internet and getting upset about things. I think he's going to try to make it happen in the Mecca. Interesting. Logan, what's your opinion on this? I disagree that Kevin Durant is the big fish out there. I think Kawhi Leonard is the the domino that needs to fall first before the rest fall into place. Before KD goes where he's going to go, I think it's going to be on Kawhi. And I think Kevin Durant will stay with the Warriors if Kawhi ends up with the Lakers. Uh, I think that if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, the only chance Durant has to win is to go back to Golden State. If Kawhi doesn't go to the Lakers, then I agree with Jay that he goes to the Knicks. I think that's more of a he, – he's trying to prove his haters wrong that, that he don't need his buddies in crime there, the Splash Brothers, to, to win a title. And I think going to New York, probably the laughing stock of the league would put the haters to rest. So – I think it's it's New York if Kawhi goes anywhere but the Lakers. And if he goes to the Lakers, he goes back to the Warriors. So, I don't disagree with you two. I don't think he goes back to Golden State, though. I don't think winning a title is necessarily... Of course he wants to win a title, but I think he wants to do it on his own. Um, and I think the state of New York is number one. I think he either goes to Brooklyn or New York, the Knicks. Uh, but you guys didn't mention a player. And my two sources, now, we're, we're all friends, right? Yes. Okay. Let me tell you a secret. This is the first time and the only time I'm going to mention this on the podcast. So, you know, we're on episode 100, and I say sources, this is what it means. I really have no connection at all. So it's just, <laughs> it's just BS and my hunches. So when I say sources equals BS. So, But my sources... I have Durant, New York number one, Nets number two. I have the Mavericks as number three. I think Cuban is going to make a big push. I think he will get a meeting with Durant. And Durant has the connection to Texas. So I think Dallas has a shot. I think it's a dark horse, but I do think they're worth mentioning in this. Um, Do you guys feel like Dallas has a shot? No. No. They won't even get a meeting. (laughs) You heard it here first. Durant to Dallas. <laughs> uh, Logan, Logan did mention uh, Kawhi, so let's go with him next. Uh, I'll, I'll start with Kawhi. I have Kawhi going to Toronto and staying in Toronto. Um, I think he'll meet with a bunch of teams, but why would you leave? I, you, the city loves you. The country loves you. The world loves you in Toronto. I don't see him moving on from Toronto, so... That's where I see him staying. Logan, you had a big opinion on him. What do you think? I think he's going to Lakers. Um, I don't think they would trade away all those players to create that max slot if they didn't have a backdoor idea that he is at least more than slightly interested in playing with the Lakers. He's a passive guy as is. His personality would fit in very, very well with LeBron and AD. Um, You know, the L.A. market alone speaks for itself. And on top of that, you got three of the top five players in the world on the same squad. Championship with the, with the Warriors in the state that they're in injury-wise. Who knows what the heck's going on with the Rockets. I mean, really, out west, at this point, it's not near as strong as it used to be. 
And uh, I think, he, uh, keep in mind, too, that he's played with superstars other than this one year in Toronto. He's played with superstars and Hall of Fame players his whole career. Uh, Duncan and Ginobili and Parker, and he fit in real well there. Um, he can kind of take the load off LeBron defensively. LeBron doesn't have to be the best defender on the team anymore. In fact, he'd probably be the third. They would have the best wing defender, on-ball defender in the league, as well as the best rim protector in the league. That's actually a good point. It's a good point. Um, he can get darn near max slot, and, and if they can come up with just a little bit more, he'll get his, his max money, and the Lakers are – he's a title contender for the next three to four years. Jay? Hi. He, he's he's staying. He's staying in Toronto. I think he's going to go a, a small contract. I think he's going to get the max for one year and then get a player option and then leave after next year. They're bringing Lowry back. They're bringing Gasol back both for one year. And then I think he – I mean, I think he'll end up going to the Clips, but they're still too young. If he stays with the Raptors, they'll still love him, and then he'll leave after the year. So you guys haven't heard the rumor he ate at St. Elmo's in Indianapolis the other night? <laughs> yeah, me neither. Mello did last year too, and we saw where that happened. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I, I do like the combination of three-on-five ball pretty much in L.A., um, but I, I, I think I side with Jay. But I do think Logan actually has good points, which has never come out of my mouth before. <laughs> Get used to it. It's going to happen a lot on here. <laughs> Let's move to uh, – Clay Thompson um, obviously had the injury, so he's going to be some time on the bench this year. Where do you guys see him? Jay, we'll start with you this time. Uh, before the season started, I did have him going to L.A., uh, but with them getting Clay, or excuse me, them getting uh, A.D., I think that changes it. I think the injury really changes as, as well, and I think he accepts the max, the five-year 190 from uh, Golden State. Logan? Yeah, I 100% agree with Jay. I had him going to Lakers before, even before the injury, even after the AD. You know, we found out, I thought, once we found out the injury was as bad as it was, um, not that kind of ruined any, any shot he had to go to the Lakers. Uh, I mean, they can offer him the max, but they're in win-down mode, and they know they got LeBron only for probably for three to four more years in his prime. I don't think they're going to waste a max slot on a guy that's going to miss a good portion of next season, if not all of it. Um, Splash Brothers, he's fit in well there. And in fact, he was probably the best player on the team in the finals before the injury, probably the whole postseason, to be honest. Um, I think he feeds off that, especially if KD ends up leaving. They're back to where they were you know, a few years back before KD got there, and I, I think he takes the max from the Warriors as well. So I think this is going to be our, our first tripod trifecta where we all three agree on everything. Um, he's going back to Golden State. Ownership's already said they love him. Um, I think he's kind of, for us Indiana fans, he's the Reggie Miller. Him and Curry are both going to be with that organization until the day they die. I think that's where he stays. Especially this year, I, he can't leave. I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't see him leaving with the injury. So I think, he's, I think he does sign the max with Golden State, and he's going to be a lifer. So I don't think there will be a lot of drama with that one. Next is Kyrie Irving. Um, Logan, let's start with you on that one. I think we're going to have our first back-to-back trifecta in agreements here, but it's the Nets. Um, I don't think there's anything we need to add too much to it. Uh, I mean, multiple people are saying that they're all in on him. He's all in on them. They're just waiting to the day they can sign the contract. So Kyrie to the Nets is a done deal. 
I agree. I, I think there's a slight lean to L.A. I think he meets. I think that's entertaining, but I think people would want that. But I don't see that at all. I I do see him with the Nets. Jay, uh, I am really shocked that he is going to end up with the Nets. Uh, the Celtics hate him. Um, Kyrie has issues. I think he, do you think the Celtics hate him or he hates the Celtics? Both. I think. Yeah. I I don't know. He's probably the first person not to get along with Brad Stevens. Um, yeah. So that's, that's it's crazy how it worked out, but I think he's gonna have the same problems in Brooklyn if he doesn't like the young players. But they'll love him. They'll let him dribble around and shoot. I say that, that I think he, he's gonna fit in more in in Brooklyn just because it's gonna be more his style. The the role players on the Nets are not near the as good as the role players there for the Celtics, and I think there was expectations to get the younger guys the ball a little more. He wasn't he wasn't willing to play that game. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is, I mean, if Jay-Z has his agency and he's putting people towards Brooklyn without ownership, is that collusion? I mean, there's a tie, obviously. Um, but, I mean, that's huge for Boston. If, I mean, that's huge for the Nets if they get him. Uh, obviously a big loss for Boston. But a lot of people believe maybe he's the the problem. He's It's a problem with him and his personality. So we'll see what well, happens. I agree. Yeah, I mean, look at what the Celtics did without Kyrie in the playoffs last year. I mean, they were, you know, one of the, right there to make it to the finals. And if not for LeBron, running into LeBron in the finals, they, they would have easily been to the finals last year before last. So I think Kyrie was the odd man out, and he was the reason for the the issues they had this year. And I think Boston bounced back big next year without him. So uh, not a lot of difference right now. Um, Jimmy Butler's next. I'll start. I see Sixers offering the max with him five years. Um, some people say there could be a sign and trade. I don't see that. I think the Sixers are on the on the right path. Um, I don't know why you just don't sign the people you got and reload and go. I think Embiid's going to be better. I think Simmons is going to be better. Um, give him another year with Butler. I, I mean, in the East, it's up for grabs with Boston going down. Uh, I think everybody kind of feels still Toronto is beatable. Um, even though they won the title, I feel like you're, you're still going to be a little people that, that believe, you know, the Sixers have a shot. So I think you just retool. I just think you stick with Jimmy Butler and roll with him. Um, what say you, Jay? Uh, well, I'd say you are wrong, my friend. Oh, we got, I like the disagreement. Signed and traded to the Rockets. Um, it's an awful alliance in Houston, adding Jimmy Butler to the already CP3 <laughs> hard nightmare out there, but I think is I don't think he ever really wanted to be in Philly. Um, so I see a sign and trade to Houston, uh, which hopefully brings us Eric Gordon. Oh, wow! B, what about you? Uh, I really like that idea of the bringing Eric Gordon to Indiana, but I don't see it happening. I think he stays with the Sixers as well. Personally, if the Lakers get Kawhi, the West is over. They're, they don't matter what you put together. You're not getting past them with Golden State's injuries. He don't want no part of the West. He don't want nothing to do with the dysfunctionality train wreck that is the Houston Rockets. Um, if Toronto loses Kawhi to the Lakers, like I like I think, it really comes down to uh, Philadelphia if they keep Jimmy Butler, as well as the Bucks if they can keep some of their pieces. And then if Indiana can get healthy in time to get together and make a run 
those three really are your only teams in the East. So I think he stays with the Sixers and, and tries to build on what they started last year. Yeah, uh, so we got a little disagreement in there. I think Jimmy Butler's the worst max player in the NBA. So that's my opinion. <laughs> I think you're right. Speaking of worst max players, we could have a next one coming up. Is Chris Middleton, maybe. Uh, Chris opted out of his $13 million deal, is looking for more. Coming off his first All-Star season. When Jay sent the list, I actually wondered why Middleton was on the list. Um, I didn't know he was an All-Star, I guess. Uh, he averaged, um, let's see, 18-6. and six. I'll, I'll go ahead and start this one since I'm kind of on a rant with him. Um, I think he has to be signed by Milwaukee. I think they're going to make him the Robin to the Batman with Giannis, but I... I think if he's your second best player, can you win a title? I don't think so. So if they're hitching their wagon to the Giannis Middleton bandwagon, they're always going to be you know first or second seed. They may even make a conference final depending the shakeout in the in the East with free agency. I just don't I don't see them winning a title. So I don't know what that does for Giannis. I don't, I think Giannis will be in Milwaukee forever too. But I think he stays in Milwaukee. I, I don't know if anybody matches what Milwaukee does with him. B, what do you say? Uh, I agree. I think he stays with the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are kind of in a conundrum right now. They're good enough to, you know, make it to the conference finals, be a one or two seed, maybe get lucky depending on how the how the East free agency falls out, get to the finals. But I think they get swept by anybody out west. I don't think. They can't afford to lose anybody, though, because if they do, they're going to fall. You know, if all you got is Giannis and nobody else really around him, you're going to fall down to the seven or eight seed and be a first-round exit in five games. Um, so I, I see Milwaukee as well doing what they can to keep him, and I, but I see them being just like Toronto was a few years back with Lowry and uh, DeRozan there, be good enough for the regular season, become uh, playoff time, early, early round exits, or not exceeding ex- expectations like they should. Jay, I'll ask you this question before you give your opinion. Is this the biggest free agent time in Milwaukee's history? Uh, I'd probably have to go back when they lost Kareem. <laughs> what year was that? 1940. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's probably the last time they were relevant. But, yeah, I see them stay in Milwaukee. Um, they'll probably match anything. I mean, unless there's a hidden agenda between him and the Greek freak that no one knows about, this would be the only reason I could see him leaving because uh, they got to match anything. Um, but they'll, I mean, they'll be right there, top two in the league, top two in the East if, if he comes back. Uh, big, he's not on this list, but Brooke Lopez coming back is huge for them too. Uh, center that spreads the floor for the Greek freak. He's just, you know, he's got to get that jump shot down. Yeah, so that was Jay. I like you sent that one. I, I when I researched that, I didn't think it was going to be as important to them, but I, I think it's crucial for the Bucks. But also, if you let them go, maybe you can get someone else. But I don't think they will either. So we that's another uh, tripod trifecta right there. Um, how about Nikola Vucinic? I think he's a. Is that was that an accent? What where's he from? Croatia. That was good. That was good. All right, uh, we'll go with Croatia. Um, he's one of those dudes that he's on a crappy team all the time, so you don't really know how good he is. He's an all-star. He throws up numbers. 
put him on a title contender? Does he throw up the same numbers, or does he, you know, come down to 15, 14 points a game? No. My sources have him getting offered $90 million for four years with Orlando. I don't see him leaving Orlando. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, he's he's going to stay in Orlando. To answer your question, if he's on contender, he's on the bench because he can't switch on anybody when it gets down to the playoffs. But, yeah, in the regular season, he'll get you buckets and get rebounds. But it, it, it's the who care free agent on this list. Wow, so you're a Vucicic hater. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet him. Cards I'm gonna tweet him the podcast. I'm sure he'll listen. Yeah. And if he's not from Croatia, we're losing some listeners. Let's look. Hey, no, no, yeah, we'll look that up. We, we're all about accuracy in this this podcast when it matters. So, um, by Google that. What's what's uh? What do you say? Yeah, I agree. He stays in Orlando. I think Orlando's finally figured it out that uh, they have been a all star center for making factory and then you go back through the years and they've had quite a few all-star top caliber centers and somehow some way they trade them or let them go um he's not the headache that the other two were so uh, i think he stays i don't think anybody give him what they're offering what they're going to offer him uh he enjoyed his best season there there's no reason for him to leave because like it said if he I think we lost a little connection with Logan. Are you there? I heard him. Okay. Well, so, actually, Jay, can you can you remember what college uh, Vujicic went to? I cannot. So the first person that tweets Jay the answer to the college <laughs> of Vujicic will get a $5 gift card from the podcast. That's our first prize, so I think that's good. Um it looks like he was born in Switzerland, so I was close. Oh. But, you know, that doesn't sound Swiss to me. But anyway. All right, so let's move on. Logan, you there? I think we might have lost Logan, but that's okay. Maybe he'll rejoin in a bit. We've heard him. We've heard him before. All right, so let's go to D'Angelo Russell. I know Jay was really excited about this one. Um... For me, I want him to be in L.A. I want this to be the point guard with LeBron. It would be a great story. Uh, it would be great for the league. Uh, but do you think that's his destination, Jay? It's either the Nets or the Lakers, and I think the Nets go with Irving. He goes to L.A. He's the third wheel. Um, they'll probably overpay him, and then they won't have anything else. Hopefully they struggle. Yeah, I mean, I think if you get Russell with that lineup, I, I, I think it'll be a title contender. So Yeah, well, it'll just be really if they can guard you one. Russell can't guard you one on the perimeter. Braun's giving up defense. Um, it's just going to be what AD gives you. Damn. And who they add around him. Yeah, I, I think you line that lineup with shooters and at that point and just go with it and see. Defense might be the key, but I think you got LeBron Davis. They're going to and Russell with some effort, maybe. I don't know. We don't know what the de- the defense was effort-based or just talent-based, so we'll see. Um, next is Kimba Walker. Um, I think this is a two. I think this is a two-horse race between Boston and Charlotte. <laughs> what's What's weird about Kimba is he's talent-wise one of the best in the league, but it's he's one of those teams that he's one of those players that, that kind of no one really wants. So, I mean, you want him, but 
is he an issue? I think he goes to Boston. I think Boston has to do something after Kyrie leaves us. So I'm going with Boston on that one. Jay, what do you think? Yeah, I got him in Boston too. I was hoping he'd, he'd stay in Charlotte, keep him relevant. Um, sounds like they kind of went kind of low-balling a little bit from what I'm hearing. Um, if they up that price, hopefully he would stay. But right now I got him going to Boston, which – I don't think it's a great fit for them, um, signing the aging star, but we'll see how it works out for them. B, welcome back to the program. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Good. Uh, just a real quick backtrack, just a second, on the D'Angelo Russell. I think he's going to go to Minnesota in a signing trade for Andrew Wiggins and a pick. And then that deal with Earl Anthony Towns pairing would, would be pretty solid out there in the West, I think, with pick and roll action that they could, that they can do. And so that's my thoughts on him. As far as Kimba goes, he's going to the Celtics. Uh, he, I think he'd be a great fit with a great coach. Uh, first time in his career probably that he, he would have a elite-level coach with pieces around him to do something with. There's a lot of good young players, and I think he made those young players unlike uh, Kyrie Irving did. Yeah, so DeAndre Ross, no way in hell he's going to Minnesota, but <laughs> I think he'd rather be out of the league. I'd rather go out to Croatia. Out to our Croatia fans, love you. Um, yeah. So Kimba, we got a, we got the, the tripod trifecta on that one. Um, Tobias Harris hired gun for the Sixers last year. Um, B, we'll start with you. Where do you see the former Tennessee Volunteer going? This is where our our great Mark Kinn comes in. I think he ends up in Dallas. Um, he'd be a really good fit with Porzingis and uh, Luka Doncic. Uh, they're young. Cuban's not afraid to spend money. Um, I think uh, I think he offers them the max and that uh, the 76ers won't be able to do if they're trying to keep Jimmy Butler. Keep in mind the 76ers have a lot of free agents out there with J.J. Redick and, and others that they're going to have to they're going to have to do something, and one of them's got to go, and I think Harris ends up being the odd man out there, and he ends up in Dallas. Huh. That's interesting. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I actually, what's funny is I see him in Indiana. I think he, I think, depending on, we'll talk about this later, but I think, but depending on what we do with Rubio, which has been the rumor mark, which would be fucking, I mean, effing awful, I think... I see Tobias Harris going to Indiana. Um, I don't think Dallas is a bad shit, bad pick on that, but I actually see him at Pacer, which I think fans would absolutely hate. I really do. Jay, what do you say? Uh, I hope you're wrong by 100% that I do not want him in Indiana. Um, since, since you were both wrong earlier about Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris will be staying in Philly That's just to get the money. I, he... He's probably similar to Chris Middleton, you know, second or third option for anyone. Um, but, yeah, I really hope he does not come our way. And what's interesting, when you get to that, when you know, mid-season free agent pickup, those players become like they're just gods. And they just become this, like, you have to get Tobias Harris. Or you have to be like, who is the point guard from Miami they picked up? Drogic? Yeah, like he remember when his he that year they're like they have to have him they have to and it's like these these middle tier players become 
like the free agents like Anthony Davis do in midseason. It's it just becomes this hunt. They get overpaid. I think to buy Evan Turner kill our team. Yeah, exactly. Evan Turner. So I mean, I, I see Tobias Harris one of those players. I think he's he's solid, but I think he's overrated. But I do think Indiana picks him. It just seems like something we would do. Um, next one is actually the one that intrigues me most as outside Durant and Kawhi. Um, Golden State can get him for one year for six mil. Um, I did read where Kerr said, I think there's a chance that we keep him. I would say the hope is, frankly, that you can do a lot better financially than what we can offer him, but who knows? Every year is different. There's a lot more teams with cap room this summer than last summer. The summer is going to be a wild free agent market, and we have to figure out our situation, particularly with Clay and Kevin, how that all shakes out. To me, that sounds like someone that thinks he's not coming back. And I kind of agree with that. I think Cousins, if he is right, if he's healthy, he can really change your team. So he's one of those guys you have to take a risk on. I think all the big players will be involved. I actually think he ends up with the Clippers. Um, But I do think the Knicks have a good shot. So I think it's 50-50 between the Clippers and Knicks. Uh, Jay, what do you say on this one? That was a lot there. I know. I'm uh, sorry. I I got. I really got into Demarcus Cousins because I feel bad for the boy because he is one of those guys, man. He was the best player for a long time. He got the horrible injury. He looked terrible in the finals. And I think if he can come back healthy, he can really, really win you a title. He can be a number one and win you a title, in my opinion. Um, so I think if you're the Clippers or Knicks, you got to you got to take a chance. Okay. Well, first off, he's your number one. You're not winning the title. Yes, you are. But. Um, he can get you 20 and 10. Um, we've kind of seen it through the years. He hadn't been really on good teams till last year. Um, I see him going to New York. Um, with that, it, it just really helps everything out. You get KD. He's out all year. You got Boogie. Sell some tickets. You lose a lot of games. You're top 10. You got a top 10 draft pick. You got a max contract coming up for the next year. B, what do you say? Yeah, I'm. I understand the whole Clippers aspect because they did it. They get you within in uh, Chris Paul. Are you going to bring in a, an even worse game? But but I think they lose out on all the big. Things. I think KD ends up Golden State and this X like thing and offer him some albatross of a contract that they'll never be able to move and throughout his career as a Nick. So Logan's kinda of losing reception there at the fairgrounds. If you if you do hear us and go to the fairgrounds and see him live, we'll give you a five dollar <laughs> five dollar Starbucks gift card. Um, no Make it ten. Don't do My that. Treat. Don't be don't do that because he won't be there by the time this airs. But um that's interesting about the Clippers. I don't see them signing anybody big so I don't know what they do, but that can be a whole other podcast. Maybe we'll get a Clippers expert if you guys know any. Um, next on the list is, is Malcolm Brogdon. Um, B, what do you say? Uh, I think they got to do everything to keep that team intact. Who'd you say? You kind of broke up. Who'd you say? Not nah, missed it again. Do it one more time. He stays with. Bucks. <laughs> okay, the Bucks. All right, go ahead. 
uh, they were two games from the finals. They got to keep doing the game. All right, we're gonna skip. We're gonna skip to Jay on that one. You're still kind of breaking up, Jay. What do you oh, say? Good. Yeah, he's a restricted free agent, so he'll, he'll stay with the Bucks. Uh, there's no real chance of him leaving. I don't think. Uh, there's a lot of people keep calling him a point guard. I haven't really seen that, but I, I think he's a good fit with Milwaukee. Uh, him and Bledsoe in the backcourt can cause a lot of problems defensively. To me, this feels like a this. This has Dallas all over it. To me, I feel like. This would be a good fit with Donick. I I do think that if they don't make a splash with Durant, like my sources are telling me, I do see him going to Dallas. I think they'll match. Uh, I think they'll send something big to the Bucks, and they just won't sign. Especially if they're getting Middleton the max. I just I see him going to Dallas. It's actually a solid pickup with the rookie of the year on their team. So maybe that changes their projecting to a playoff team. We'll see, but. I do see them in Dallas, so we do disagree with that a little bit. You see him at Dallas, Jay? I do not. No, he's a restricted free agent. He'll sign wherever, but they can match. Okay. Um, next is our boy, Bogey Bojan Bogdanovic, the actual creation. He is from Croatia. I do know that. He is. Um, I'll just start um, since I'm the biggest Bogey fan in this podcast. Um, I don't see him rejoining, unfortunately. I think we got too much money going other ways. I actually really like him going to Denver. Um, I think that team could be very special if he goes to Denver. The problem is Millsap's contract. I think if they re-sign Millsap and he gets a reconstructed contract on that, they add Bogey for a couple more million dollars a year than he's already getting. With him, Murray, and Koza Jokic, they could be really good in the West. I mean, they're already proved that they can – they can beat the, you know, be there in the regular season. I think Joe gets the most underrated player in the NBA. Uh, Murray came off a great year, and he's just going to get better. Uh, so if you had Bogey, who can kind of slash with the shooting, I think they're going to be really special. So I, I, I think it just is a great fit. Jay, what do you say? This is for Doke. Bogey! Yeah, it hurts. Um, I got a 50-50 with the Spurs and Pacers. Um, you know, I know the Pacers are going to do a lot to sign him. I think the Spurs, he really fits the Spurs system. Um, so I don't, I don't know if he'll be able to tell Pop no. Um, he will not go to Denver. Um, so you can get that out of your head. They got Michael Porter Jr. coming back from injury. They're going to give him a shot. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's up in the air. If he, if he leaves, the, leaves the Spurs meeting, uh, you know, we have a shot, but um, you know, it leaves the door open for a sign and trade for us as well. B? That, that's my thing with the Spurs. I like the idea. The fit there is, is definitely there. I don't know, though. They don't have the salary cap space, right? So I don't know who they send back to present a trade done because I don't think the pace would take. And I don't know who else they have that we would be interested in. Uh, so I see him get to the Pacers. Uh, the fans love him. Uh, he enjoyed his best year, his career year here. I think he fits in very, very nicely next to Depot, and he can be the guy until Depot comes back. Uh, he showed there down that he can be a, a 25 to point scorer, and he's got a little bit of everything. He can slash the bucket, he can shoot. We saw him play against LeBron there here in the playoffs. He, he's not a bad defensive player either, so uh, he comes back to the Pacers and 
and uh, rides this thing out with me. I think we all three would agree that he's a perfect fit in Indianapolis. And me personally, I didn't, when we signed him, I knew nothing about him. So the fact that he's come I didn't in. I know who he was. Yeah, the fact that he's come in, and like you said, he was the guy down the stretch. So I think that will shoot. I think he'll just be a better player next year because of that. This is a good segue to talk about Pacers free agency. Um, let me guys, let me propose you a question here. DC's retiring, so obviously we're going to need a point guard. Do you, any chance, bring back George Hill or Lance Stevenson? George Hill was just waived by Milwaukee. Lance Stevenson kind of doesn't fit anywhere and maybe on his way out. Do you guys see him, do any one of those two coming back to the Pacers? Yes. Lance, possibly, no to George Jay, who, who do you see coming back? Uh, I have Lance as part of mine. So no way George Hill comes back? I don't see George Hill coming back. He doesn't fit in with the Pacers age-wise. I mean, they're they're going younger somewhat. But, um, that is young. I mean, even he's only, what, 30, 30 maybe? And, and they're not – he's not a priority, even though he, he was our bet, probably our second-best interior player. They're not bringing him back. I think they're going towards a youth movement here, and, and George just don't. Yeah, I, I kind of like George Hill. I really, I mean, can you imagine George Hill? Jay's right with Eric Gordon. Just get this like Indiana fan team going on. Um, but Jay, what do you see the Pacers doing in this off season? Thirty-two mil cap space. What do you see? It, it. Pacers are always in a tough situation because we don't always get the big names. Um, you know, we don't tank. We play hard. Uh, we've had 30 straight years with a home winning record at home. Um, so, I, you know, we may go try to get some big names, but, we'll, you know, we'll strike out and break our hearts. Um, last year's free agency was brutal, um, but I see us getting Rubio. Um, it's kind of maybe a, more of a stopgap. Hopefully, Aaron Holiday becomes a starter at some point. Um, you know, so that's the goal there. I, you know, I, I, we may meet with Russell, but we won't get him. And then, you know, uh, he's talked about getting a shooting guard, a starting shooting guard for this past year, this upcoming year. Because uh, he's talked about Depot not being ready for the full year. That's where you kind of talk. That's where Eric Gordon kind of comes into play. Maybe Demar Derozan, uh, depending on what happens with Bogey. Um, so those are a couple names that I've heard. Um, you know, I would have traded Turner or Sabonis at the draft. Um, it, it just doesn't work. The two centers being your top three players, um, so that kind of puts us in trouble. Or, or you got to find a way to play them together. And McMillan doesn't want to do that or hasn't found a way. Um, but we we got to find a score, somebody to score off the bench. Anyone who comes to Indiana, we just they stop being able to score off the bench. Tyree, Gerald Green back in the day, uh, we just need that sixth man. I don't, I don't know who we're going to get as far as that goes. I think that's where Lance comes into play. I, you know, I would love to see him get another shot here. Doesn't work anywhere else, but for some reason it works here. Um, but I say our starting lineup going into next year is Rubio, um, hopefully Depot, if not one of those sign and trade guys, uh, TJ Warren, 
Turner, and then you know the fifty-fifties bogey, and then if you don't get bogey, we're we're scrapping. Jay, you ever seen Home Alone three? I have not. It's terrible. No. That's gonna be Lance the third time. <laughs> Lance, make him dance. Yeah, I do like Lance. Logan, what do you think? Uh, unfortunately, I see the the Ricky Rubio variants come uh, uh, a good fit beside Depot Herb. It, it works for Herb, but I don't see the in, uh, anything that works well. I like to see him bring in Beverly. Uh, to get play off the ball, have that ball in his when Holiday is ready to be this, Beverly has no problem coming on the banner. To be a really good fit, uh, I'd like to see him go after maybe Seth Curry. Uh, come eight hundred. We're we're, we're kind of losing. We're kind of losing you there. Let me. I'll finish this up here. Um. Logan mentioned Beverly, Seth Curry. Um, I actually think Beverly has a good shot. I don't believe the Rubio stuff. We've kind of done this in the past with like people like OJ Mayo who've kind of been on the doorstep and we've kind of backed out. I don't see Rubio coming here. Either you're handling the torch the holiday. Um, I kind of think that's where they're going to go. I, that's where I think the George Hill pickup would be great. You can get a veteran in there. I mean, Rubio would do the same thing. I just think George Hill's a better fit. Um, I would love a player like Beverly. I don't think Depot will be right this season at all. They're even talking about him coming back in January. But you remember how Paul George looked after he came back? He was terrible. Um, this is right. a more severe injury, I think. Um, so I think you're. I think Depot's out this year. Pacers will probably do what they do. They'll probably be sixth, seventh, maybe try to go for the you know five seed um, and build around it. This is a big year for Turner and Sabonis. Uh, prove their worth. I think Turner's going to try to prove that he can be outside again. He's doing a lot of yoga, which I hate. Um, so I think he's just going to pop threes, and I just, I just I don't think Turner's see. Gone. I don't think Turner's gone. I just don't see that working out like it usually does. And, and maybe I'm wrong, but I kind of, I kind of think we take a step back this year. You probably do, but I think Turner uh, Turner gets moved to the deadline. Sabonis, and I see uh, Sabonis being more. Struggle the most. I, I really think that, but we've seen Sabonis and Turner don't work here. Uh, they, you know, many of the scouts say that he can cut one twenty minutes a game right now. If he can do that, stretch the floor a little bit, Sabonis. A little bit more on the traditional back to the baskets, much better return. Jay, Jay, what do you see as the final thoughts on the Pacers this year? I just, I think we're in trouble. Um, unless Turner makes a massive leap, he's working out with one of the USA teams. Uh, so hopefully, you know, he learns some things there. Kind of, kind of keeps building. Uh, he's a young guy. Um, but you know when you, your top three, two of your top three players are play the same position, you don't have depth anywhere else. You know that puts you in a logjam, especially when in the playoffs both of them got exposed and neither played well in the playoffs. 
Yeah. I, I don't disagree with those thoughts. Well, I think I think this is a good time to wrap it up. We're about 45 minutes in. Um, actually, longer than I thought we'd go. Um, it's been really, yeah, it's been really good, really fun. We'll promise Logan will have a better connection next time. Uh, Jay, you want to sign us off, bud? Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we wanted to do this podcast. Uh, been thinking about it for a while. Joining with friends and uh, keep joining with us. And hopefully you, you enjoy it and learn something. And as always, justice was served. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right. Good night, y'all.